I'm Jack. And I'm Joel. And this is Jack and Joel Talks, episode five. Five. We always gonna just quickly, yeah, swap in and I out of so. words. I think so. on our toes, yeah. Exactly. It works, you know. It does. Ah, uh, well, anyway, we have a very special week uh, for me, <laughs> It was Pie Week. Well, it was Pie Day this week. There isn't actually a Pie Week. But so for you, every week is Pie Week. For me, <laughs> well, P-I, no. not P-I-E. P-I. Now, what is pi? I can hear you all asking, perhaps. 3.1427, is that how it starts? It's close. Oh. The first three significant figures were correct. 3.147. Good, so, so if I was to say which day was pi day in this oh, week, Oh, that's it? why, 14th of March. Right, because in America, right? Yeah, The month takes first. Obviously in England that doesn't quite work because we yeah. have 14.3. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's another one. So, well, I mean, it's going to be quite obvious, but it's, it's celebrated on at 1.59pm in San Francisco. So what would that make pie? Um. <laughs> have a go, have a go. What do you mean? So it's, it's celebrated specifically at 1.59pm. Right. Can you try and work out for me? Why? Why, exactly? Nope. Nope, okay, well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's 3.14159 are the next digits. Oh. So when so you display it in PST. Where from then? I've just made them up. You have made I, them up. It was like a 278. I mean, there will be at some point in it, obviously. Very good. Why? <laughs> because it goes on forever. So the combination is infinite. Exactly. There is every single combination of every single length number of digits yeah. that you can possibly imagine. So yes, those numbers will exist, but unfortunately not in the place that you, you expected. Okay. But that's okay. So I, I want to do a little podcast today. You know, we said that we were going to have Oh, that's good. <laughs> yes. Great news. We'd hope so. But today specifically, I'm going to try and impart some knowledge to Jack uh, over here and you know another time you can grill me on things that aren't mathematical which means that I intrinsically won't know them at all correct um, so this is my time to shine and I'm going to start with what is pi do you know what it actually how how you find pi oh what is it, what is it significant I did in the world and it's to do with circles yeah well obviously pi r squared is the area right so that so involves you're using, pi um, but no I don't so the so there are I mean you could say that you can find pi by working out the area of some a circle and then you know dividing by um, its radius squared that would give you pi yeah but the most like general way of finding it is it's just the ratio between its circumference and diameter which when you actually right. think about it is quite cool because it's so a really... let's explain that circumference is what all is the, the way around a circle Very and good. diameter is any line that crosses touches. Two, well, not two sides. How do you actually say it? Touches two points of the circle and crosses through the centre. Very good. But what actually about it? So you said the the outside and you said... Oh, the, the length. The good, it's the length, right. So a ratio is, you know, taking one and dividing it by the other. Mm -hmm. So what's interesting is you, if you take any circle, it doesn't matter how big, you measure how, how long it is around the edges and you measure one side to the other crossing the centre, which is the diameter. You know, take a division and you always get this number one pi. One point to another, isn't it? Because you can't say there are sides in a circle. Well, well you hey, could say that there yeah, are okay, infinite good. sides, actually. Okay, great. <laughs> but nice, it's a nice, it's a nice thought, you know. I tried. Um, very good. So we're going to do a little bit, you know, in celebration of Pi Day, some some interesting facts about it. So obviously celebrated at 1.59pm uh, in San Francisco on the 14th of March. Yeah. Um, which means that we know Pi already to how many did? To six. 
Or five decimal points. To five decimal points. Yeah. I think we can learn it to nine. That's my objective. One of my objectives. Okay. So I, I went on summer camps as a kid. Um, I was pretty cool, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> God. And um, one of the chants that we had on summer camp was chanting pie. Stop. Yeah. So it goes like this. Where right? was this? Was it in the middle of the woods where you just cast off? Yeah, well, perhaps. Well, with wolves. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't with other human beings. Right. I enjoyed sense. myself, you sure. know. So it goes, 3.1 is pie. 3.1 is pie. 3.1415926540 is pi. Hey, 3.1415926540 is pi. Hey, okay. And I want you to learn that because I've then you'll know it. it to. Okay, how does it go? Well, I don't know about the song, but 3.14159. Oh, hell. Did you say 2654 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 2654. Right. Okay, so let's try it together. This will be very quick if you've learned it already. 3.1 is pi. 3.1 is pi. 3.14159265 is pi. Hey, hey. 3.14159. Okay, that's fine. Let's move on. Wow, that was very fast. Thanks. An impressive memory yeah. our Jack Remington has over here. Um, we so will not be performing that at any gigs in the future. Actually, it will be on our next headline tour um, as the finale, which we might the be pie song announcing soon. We may we may be announcing um, interesting gigs. interesting bits and bobs soon. But anyway, but anyway, uh, so so that's pie, and hopefully you guys at home were singing along then um, out loud in your car I hope you weren't uh, I hope for your you sake and everyone else around you if you're in Don't. public <laughs> <laughs> so um, interestingly Albert Einstein was born on Pi Albert Day. Einstein Albert Einstein <laughs> she said Abba Abba Super Einstein Super Einstein 3.14159 oh dear 2654545444 that's good though, I know it now. That's good, you do know it. I mean, it, the song worked. Um, but yeah, Albert Einstein was born on Pi Day, which I think is pretty cool because that obviously, cool. as a famous scientist, he will have had some appreciation for Pi himself. Um, if not I, much, who knows how much? Who knows how much? He might have hated it. But talking about, um, unfortunately, you know, talented scientists that have passed away, I thought it'd be important to mention that um, Stephen Hawkins has, in fact, um, Hawking? Hawking has yeah. um, has passed away, which at seventy six, obviously very upsetting, but still an absolutely amazing feat because he had very serious ALS, mm. and um, you know, it, it he was actually expected to live a lot, a lot less long, a lot less, a lot less of a long life, than, a long he life than he did. So, and he also just has, I mean, the number when you're looking at obituaries and stuff, and you see the number of profound things that he said and discovered and did in his life. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Absolutely. More um, than anyone else in our living memory by, by a mile. For sure. He was really important for me because when I was at um, sort of GCSE stage, which is... Uh, 15, 16. 15, 16. Yeah. Um, I was really, really involved in physics and actually I read a bunch of his books and he was a really important figure for me and really inspiring. So And also I was crying my eyes out at um, Theory, of Theory of Everything. So, yeah, it's a great um, film. Great film. So a shout out to him and rest in peace. Absolutely. So people have spent their life's work learning to recite pi as you've just done for about and a second. As you wish that you could make a career. I wish I could make a career now. out of it. Um, but alas, the world record is held by Lu Chao of China, um, which was 67,890 digits. Um, Serious. Which is unbelievable. I, what I didn't look up before this podcast... That's unbelievable. I wish I had is um, how long it took him to recite it. Yeah. 
because I know that I think it's if you recite the first, oh gosh, I can't remember what it is, something like some hundred thousands of digits nonstop, it takes you 159 years or something like that. Stop. So, but, it, but it's a lot more than 67,000, bear in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that will have taken him, I mean, hours and hours. Oh, days, I would think. I'm not sure how it works. What a weirdo. But, yeah. <laughs> who cares? Well, Literally just cares, to get a Guinness but, World Record. Yeah, there are, there are probably far easier ones to um, 100%. attain. 100%. There are those people that have Guinness World Records for having the most number of Guinness World Records and they deliberately just do all the weird stuff like yeah. number of bottles held in a You know, just stuff that we if you practice it's not actually that hard. I reckon we could find we one that could we could get. work out a duo challenge for, for Guinness World Records. That'd be lit. Send in, send in some ideas, guys. We'd love to know what we Worst can. X Factor duo ever. <laughs> Guinness World Record. <laughs> held by Jack and Joel. Oh, gosh. That'll go with us to our dying death. It will do. Dying death. No, your death is dying, isn't it? Dying breath. Breath. There we go. Anyway, teach me about pie. Teach you about pie. Well, um, of course, Lu Chao being the, the world record holder, but I'm particularly interested in this guy called Daniel Tammet. Who me too, actually. Really? Yeah, I'm fascinated. Tell me more about him. I will, I will, just in case you didn't know who he was. Yeah. Um, he's actually recited pie to 22,540 Well, that's nothing on Lu Chao of China. It is nothing, but Daniel Tammet's particularly interesting. I don't know Lu Chao's techniques, actually, but there's a fantastic documentary on this guy, um, Daniel Tammet, and... He he has Asperger's syndrome, which is um, a high um, a high functioning form of autism. Um, but more sp- specifically, he has savantism, which um, very very few people have in the world, and it's this kind of genius level of functioning that is very different to how you and me and how his brain works. Now, when he sees numbers, he associates it not just associates it; he literally sees. Um, imagery. So he will have a picture in his mind when he's reciting Pi based on the numbers that it involves. And he tells, you know, the, the camera in this documentary that he he has a literal landscape. So when he's reciting Pi, he's not thinking about the sequence of numbers. He's literally reading his picture in That's his brain, which it? is beautiful. And it's it's a form of, a form of synesthesia, which is a, a really interesting condition where more often than not, it relates Specifically, it's about relating senses to each other, but more often than not, it's kind of seeing colour and things. So that's so I'm in a, a Hamilton, the musical, um, fan page on Facebook, um, and there's someone on there who often posts, and she hears the songs and then paints kind of what she hears, and she said that's a form of her synesthesia, and so she sells them on for, I don't know, like $10 or whatever, and so each song she'll say, oh, this is burn or this is you know and i think that's amazing because that that visual representation it's it often forms kind of different colored waves and hills it looks like to us and that's to her what that song is on paper yeah which isn't is amazing. it it's just beautiful right? yeah. i've been so i've been obsessed with synesthesia for a long time um particularly for me I love the thought of music relating to colour, like yeah. like this person seems to have. It's a very, very rare condition as well. Um, some people have it with words. I've heard that, you know, when imagine this, people who are reading words, like a book or whatever, it literally comes in colour. So different words and That's letters have different colours that are associated with their brain. And it is an actual physical thing that the, there is a crossover in you know, your senses that's right. linked in your brain such that it, it gives you this experience, this really um, sensual experience. Are there negatives to it that people d- um, say? I'm not sure. Because so it sounds just amazing, doesn't it? It's the kind of thing we'd all want. 
that don't have. Absolutely, yeah. So um, there's a there's a high prevalence of synesthesia in autistic people. Right. Um, so there's a correlation between that. But I don't know if there's any specific thing that, you know, if you you have synesthesia, you're likely to have other conditions that might be yeah, negatively linked. Yeah. Um, or linked in any kind of way. Um, so an interesting one is Kanye West um, claims to have synesthesia. Now, it is something that can very much, you know, be... be said that you had and not necessarily have anything behind it and so i don't know if that's true or not but i find it kind of um hilarious thinking that kanye west is just sitting in the studio writing beats and it's all coming to life and it's that's so cool his little mad i mean it definitely (laughs) everything comes to life in his little head i think so i think so um so i mean just some some other ones is this daniel tamak guy with his um particularly interesting brain he's also a, a hugely into linguistics and he's learned 10 languages oh, that's so cool which is so cool i mean jack and i we are desperate to learn spanish properly aren't we absolutely so somebody come and talk to us in spanish so we can practice please 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 um but this guy speaks 10 and he challenged himself to learn icelandic which is traditionally considered probably the hardest or one of the hardest really? in um yeah languages to to learn it's very different to other western modern languages so um he decided to challenge himself to learn it in a week which is just ludicrous and at the end of that week you know he had intensive lessons and he you know was ridiculously hard studying and working but at the end of the week he went on live television in iceland and conducted an interview in their in their native tongue wow just remarkable, no? So that reminds me of when we were in Bolivia. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. And we, and we, um, we had th- well, we'd signed up to three weeks of Spanish lessons for about four hours a day, Monday to Friday. But I think at that point we'd done about three or four days. And we, the um, owner of one of the hostels we were in overheard us singing and said, oh, we're opening up a new part. Um, it's kind of the kitcheny breakfast eating part. Um, and we've got some local press come in, and just in this little lovely um, town called Sucre in Bolivia. And and so he said, would you mind, you know, photos and interviews? We said, oh, no, that's lovely. Like, how cute. And, you know, nothing that we expected when we were travelling. Anyway, we perform, and we get a photo taken, and they're very nice, and they come over, and they go, you know, would you mind doing an interview with us? No, of course not. They start asking us questions in Spanish. The interview is in Spanish. And honestly, I can't even think what we were saying, but we literally just must have been like, mm, sí. cantamos. Mm, sí, muy... Like, we didn't know what we were saying, did we, at the point? Yeah, and, well, but, but to be fair to ourselves, we hadn't had a week worth, which no. this guy had. But Yeah, exactly. If we'd that had two more days, it, we'd reckon. have been just as good as old Daniel Tammer. Absolutely. Chatting back and forth. But God, we'll I, I wish we could surface that interview at some point and, and well, I wish see we just could, what we were I saying. wish that was us. Imagine just going... Even on a more attainable level of every three months, I'm going to learn a new language. Oh, no, absolutely. But I mean, our interview, I wish we could Oh, if we could find it. Yeah, 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 I agree. Because that would be (laughs) quite the YouTube video, I think. Correct, (laughs) correct. Um, I mean, I'm I'm currently out of of little pie facts, but I think that's been an educational session for us. Um, Well, the the nicest um, pie is apple pie. You think? I think rhubarb. No, I don't think so. I think rhubarb. Yeah. Yeah, but not pie crumble. I wouldn't rhubarb want rhubarb crumble, in a pie. Because if you think pie to me is that you have a soft topping. That's true. Apple pie is delicious. Apple what pies, other pies be- would you get? Well, yeah, because to be honest, anything, if I think apple and blackberry, I want it as a crumble. Mm. Pie. Banoffee pie is nice. Right, but not really traditional of, of the pie. For it is. It's more pie than... 
Anyway, thank you so much for <laughs> tuning in for the fifth week. Um, we'll be back, obviously, next week. Hopefully Jack will Maybe be Maybe I'll teach Joel me, yeah. about um, how to be stylish and popular. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, Jack. <laughs> Nor can I. I'll have to get brushing on. <laughs> you might <laughs> Make do, some might. friends before next week. <laughs> Market research. Um, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. We'll see you next time. We've been Jack and Joel. <laughs>